Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。这个月我们要跟大家谈的是在台湾扎根最深的传统剧种布袋戏。身为一个独步全球的表演艺术，布袋戏是台湾全民的共同记忆。这个月就让我们一起来了解台湾布袋戏的奥妙。Our topic this month is on the most deeply rooted performing arts of Taiwan, glove puppetry. Together, let's explore the past, the present, and the future of this art form that has single-handedly comprised the fondest childhood memories of many Taiwanese people. This week, we'll talk about the inner working of the backstage and glove puppetry, from the making of puppets to the design of the stage, how to visualize scene changes, and the importance of the backstage performers. 这周我们来谈谈布袋戏的硬体，包含戏偶的制作，舞台的搭设。换场的艺术和后台表演者的重要性。我们邀请到的是河洛坊古典布袋戏偶推广中心的负责人林明文老师。Our guest for this week's topic is the director of 河洛坊 Classic Chinese Puppet Art Center, Vincent Lin. 我们今天想要跟林明文老师谈到的是制作戏偶到底有多难？那这份技艺是否能够被传承下去？其实，像我已经做了我师傅的国宝的传奇计划，我做了好几年。那师傅的计划里面，比如说他有传奇一生，教一生如何来演戏。那另外一个计划就是保存师傅的手艺，比如说师傅的一些头盔或者布袋戏在戴的帽子，还有他的衣服，蟒靠披泽衣，什么身份要穿的什么衣服，完全都不一样。而且这衣服全部都要刺绣。那这些衣服的刺绣的样式，其实这师傅他们，我我觉得老师傅他们真的非常辛苦。他们从以前就把一些，比如说京剧的服饰，他们把它缩小，该绣龙的皇帝穿龙袍、蟒袍的，那武将穿战甲，那书生啊穿我们说刷更，那就是折子衣。那小旦有，你看到小旦如果当皇后了，要穿凤袍又不一样。那如果穿一般的。那小蛋的衣服，他都绣的都是非常的讲究。那其实我师傅他也常在讲，不是只有把东西做得好而已，一定要可以上台演。上台没办法演的话，你做的再好都没有用。所以，其实就我们合作坊，我们我自己在要求的东西就是，我们要尽量把东西做好。那主持人刚讲，我们遇到最大的困难在哪里？偶头要雕刻。我们的盔帽，像帽子其实不要小看它，那一顶帽子，那还要在我们说还要牵粉线、贴金箔，还要耐用，所以它的工法工序都非常的繁复。那个衣服的刺绣嘞也是非常繁复，所以我们现在遇到最大的困难点就是没有人愿意去做刺绣的工作。刺绣的工作。你看一件衣服绣的时间非常长，它不是两三个礼拜可以完成。那一件战甲、一件龙袍，一两个月，那一两个月你耗的时间长，那大家都不做。其实我们倒不觉得说，哎呀，这是他的工资太高，怎么样？这不是，我们怕没有人做这个东西，这个文化就没了。
通常做一个新的偶哦，可以用多久呢？这个好问题。一个新的偶，如果说像我之前有做一尊稀偶，那是台北市文化局送给市议会议长吴碧珠议长的一尊哦，非常高贵的一个稀偶。那如果它只有摆在家里的话，我觉得它可以放很久都不会坏。那如果到一般的戏班剧团的话，他如果是这一个这出戏里面重要的角，他常常在使用的话，非常快，很快，而且衣服你常常在表演也容易破掉，偶头敲到这个是在所难免的，所以常常在使用的，它的损坏率就非常的高，可能几个月就坏掉了，对不对？然后就要修了。啊、对,对。那么我猜测一下，应该最容易坏的就是武将了，武打的，对。没有错，你只要武打的，他的他使用率，因为他武打两个两个戏友在做对打，一定会敲。不过以前的老师傅他们在常在讲，就是说戏友的武打动作，那当然就是你那个力道，只是说你手上的力道、声音配合上去，你不一定戏友要打得很用力啊，你打那么用力没有用啊，只是会敲坏而已。我们其实更有可能就是说两个在武打，他手跟手根本没有碰在一起。我台下的观众感觉就是哎。他的你看那他的私力点，那个力道真的足够哦，这就是演师厉害的地方。OK， 所以真的会看的听众呃观众们哦，其实在这方面就可以看出呃这个表演者啊、呃，他的无论是他的技巧或者是啊、呃、经验的这个差别哦。Vincent has learned much from his mentors about how to make a high quality glove puppet, and he's dedicated to preserve and pass on the skills he has acquired. From the gold-plated helmets and armor worn by army generals, to the silk cap and dragon-embroiled gown dressing an emperor, every piece of fabric is designed down to the last detail. But appearance alone is not enough. The outfits also have to be durable to be able to withstand a variety of activities the puppets may perform. Vincent says, in all his years of promoting glove puppetry, the hardest skill to pass on. Is the crafting of the puppets and their costumes. Every outfit can take upwards of two months to complete. It's a meticulous and time-consuming job. Furthermore, a puppet maker's hard work could easily be squandered if fallen in the wrong hand. If the puppet is frequently used, its outfits could wear and tear. Its headgear could break and shatter in a matter of months. When this happens. And no doubt, it happens a lot more frequently with the army generals than with the emperors. Then you have to send the puppets back to the shop and get a tune-up. However, Vincent says that if the puppeteer can produce the visual effects of combat or rigorous activities without making actual contact with the puppets, he or she could potentially get more mileage out of each puppet. That's it for tonight's tales and treasures of Taiwan. Tomorrow, we'll talk about the stage design of traditional glove puppetry. 明天我们在节目上跟各位谈一谈传统布袋戏的戏台设计 Join us once again for tomorrow's tales and treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night.